it's easier to put in a smoothie, but I didn't make a smoothie. I just got finished talking to Greg, and we were ah. talking about like work, money stuff. Um, because listen, I uh, I was telling him I had a little discussion with Ari today. She asked me if I was rich, and I was like, I ain't rich. I'm just able. And she was like, So you're broke? I was like, No, I'm able. To pay my- <laughs> I said I'm able to pay my bills. She was like, so you kind of broke. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, that, that was not a direct answer. So that must mean right. I'm I'm struggling. Like, Girl, get out my oh face. You're not reading me for bills. <laughs> Man, I am not rich. Just the fact that she was just like, well, wait a minute though. So, so you're not saying you're rich then, right? <laughs> oh gosh. Well, she oh, on top yeah. of it. She's trying to make sure always, she always, always on top of it, always in my business. Be. She's got to be. Did, did the kids start school already? They start school this Wednesday. Listen, so I'm not, I'm not the girls started on Wednesday, this past Wednesday. And I'm just like, uh, why would you start school in the middle of the week? I know, I don't know to this day why they do. Like, nobody has been able to explain to us why is it that these kids start in the middle of the week. Like, I don't know, I don't ever remember school starting in the middle of the week. I could just be having an old mind, but I don't remember that. I don't remember it either, so I mean, with, I'm with you on that. It's definitely weird, but they're going back. I'm hoping nobody gets monkeypox. Um, I... With fall coming up, I don't see them staying physically in school all year, but mm. I just... My thing is, like, I want them to have the experience of being around other kids. Yeah. Being in a thing. I feel like this COVID shit has stolen real uh, childhood moments away from a lot of kids, and I just want them to be able to have that. They are taking the school bus, so that's new for both of them. Ooh, yes. Yes. I know. I can't wait. Let me tell you. I cannot wait. Okay, so we didn't do school bus last year. We did car riders because my sister was doing car riders and I don't know why she was doing car riders but now we all realize we don't want to do car riders together because the gas number one okay yeah number two just no just no <laughs> don't want to do it so the buses will be ridden today I mean starting on Wednesday and mm-hmm. this, no probably Thursday because they are all jacked up they're so last minute here with the orientation stuff and it's yeah. so much but I, when I do catch up Yes, these kids are going to be on the bus. And we just, we're just going to pray every morning that, you know, they have a good day because the kids are crazy on the bus. But, <laughs> hey, that's what I had to go through. Same thing. And I'm all right. Yeah. I um I remember being a kid and wishing, like, I had a house and the bus stopped right in front of my house and I was walking. The fact that I'm in a position where I can do that. Yeah. I'm just like, yes, God, look at this. Look at yes. this. Yes. So I appreciate that. But we are here tonight to talk about uh, correcting the over of kids, of children. Okay. I am Shan. That is E Roots. I will be putting this whole show tonight on um, Cozy Room podcast since yes. it's children oriented. Um, because, you know, last episode we did talk about, um, you know, society and what happens with girls and boys and 
all of that thing. This um, episode, I wanted to talk about the accountability factor that we want to make sure boys and girls have. Um, body appropriateness, uh, setting standards and teaching your kids what standards are, certain questions that are not being asked uh, mm. towards your children that they don't know of. Um, I want to talk about, you know, the fact that kids today are more depressed. Um, there's so many different hormones being pushed into their food. So their bodies are a lot bigger. Um, a lot of people are getting, allowing their children to get sexual reassignment a lot later in life. Mm. Um, and not or, understand. Or earlier, earlier. You said later in life, like they went through elementary and now in middle school, they think they want to be a girl. Oh, right, right. Like, okay. Cause yeah. Cause I know, know now that's a thing now with the early, the letting them, some states are just letting them just at nine and 10, 11, like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> time to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Right. Um, I want to talk about, you know, five-year-olds being sexually assaulted in bathrooms at elementary school and, you know, teachers like holding their hands up, like, I don't know, you know, mm. why don't you know? Why are there children in a bathroom you know exposed to anything like that and you don't know i want to talk about you know girls or boys like it doesn't matter who sexualized more it shouldn't be done and i think there's a lot of ignorance in people assuming oh girls get over sexualized more than boys no they both do Mm -hmm. um on different levels and some of it goes unnoticed because a lot of people want to be like oh it's okay for boys to be shirtless and do this and it's okay for boys to touch each other here but it's not okay for girls to do it Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be done period Mm -hmm. you know um so that's what i want to talk about um for this episode we both have children, so we both can have a say and a different viewpoint on it. Um, whoever comes in, you know, we'll play the message seldomly, uh, but for the most part, I just want to stay on topic of it. Yes. So, where would you like I to would, start? Yeah, I, well, you know what? There's a couple, there's a thing that I've been really trying to pay attention to as of late. Just a couple mm-hmm. things on, like, what what we're watching I mean, I say watching, meaning when we're on our feed and you see posts come by and you're like, what? Why are people making excuses for children that are are putting in positions, not by themselves, um, but I want to talk about the fact that there are adults who are a part of over-sexualizing children and putting, posting videos on whatever social media, not giving these children the respect that they deserve to be able to make those decisions on their own. Because a lot of people will over, uh, will uh, you know, play uh, overplay it by saying things like, you know, you don't know, you you can't be up in that person's business and things like that. So I want to be able to talk about, okay, yeah, we are in each other's business. Because once you put it out on social media, in a way, it sort of is my business. So I really want to talk talk about like the village mentality. Where do we go wrong, and why is it that we are in this culture right now where everything is over sexualized, and now it's just spilled over to making it okay for children to be over sexualized too. And why is it that there's sort of like 
there should be a fine line, but there isn't a fine line when it comes down to determining or making the distinction between what is over-sexualized versus something that people mis misperceive or misinterpret as over-sexualization. So I'm going to share some examples from what I've been seeing online to be able to try to get to the bottom of that and then also move back and forth what, what you're talking about, all the things, all the points that you want to talk about, because I think a lot of them are connected. So um, mm -hmm. I just want to get into the roots of it. But then also like get them fruits and be like, oh, that one is spoiled. Who who was not responsible here? What can we do to right. make it better? So I'm with you. Let's let's get into it. Okay, so I know you sent me a video of this boy that couldn't be more than three years old. Okay, four at the most, who was in pull-ups, and some woman was like basically in boxer briefs. But her body was out showing, and the boy, you could tell he'd been around, like, grown adults to see their mannerisms, and he was looking at her butt, and the way the video insinuated it was, like, he knew why he was looking at her butt, and then mm. he shut the door. And so it was shared, it was overshared on social media, it was on IG, and my thing is this, as an adult, if I post something and I don't want anybody to comment you could take the comments off or mm. you cannot even you could choose to not post a video my thing is like why would you put something on the internet and not be prepared for the good and the bad comment it, it, i don't and that i think is why i'm on a, I'm, I'm i'm wanting to understand and ask the questions like why is it that there are people who do not have that filter to know that before I post this, there might be some questions. And I yeah. think that's the problem too. How is it you don't even ask that question of, is this appropriate or not? Maybe because everybody around them doesn't care about character-wise or standard-wise how they look to the public. What are they doing? Is it good for someone else? Is it bad for someone else? Is this something that's going to uh, be seen in a good light for you? When you're around a lot of people that don't care about you and a lot of people who don't care about each other is just hanging around each other, they'll stand around and let you do whatever and let anybody do something to you and not flinch. Mm. And I feel that like when a lot of people post things um, with kids involved, there's nobody checking them like, you know, it's illegal to post your children naked. Right. You know, you have police officers come to your home. You know, even though you're sending pictures to be printed up at Walgreens of your kids just playing outside in the nude or playing in the pool or in the tub, they will come arrest you. Yeah. And that's the tricky part, you... the, the trying to find the fine line between the distinction of where we want to be you know, we want to be able to see children innocently like that. I mean, we're parents. You want to be able to remember that time when the kids was splashing in the in the in the you know in the bathtub and they had the rubber like rubber ducky rubber ducky and with the chalk. And I remember my kids were little and they had the chalk and all kinds of stuff to play in the tub with. And I remember even having to ask myself that question like, "Dang, I want to take pictures of them, but I can't do that now because there are people who right. will see this." And they will take this image and they will actually create more opportunity for people who have sexual deviancy or are m mentally ill that are pedophiles to actually have a avenue of capitalizing on those images. 
sorry, there's some moving going on in the background there. Um, and to be clear, in, in, in Greece, any, anyone uh, sexually assaulting a child is, 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 is classified as a disability. Mm. It's not, um, oh, you got to get arrested for that. It's looked at as, oh, you have a disability. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people have a, a different okayness about certain things that are done. But my thing is, like, if you want to have, like, innocent pictures of your kid in the tub, make sure you have a printer that prints photos mm. in your house. Okay? Or you can buy a Polaroid camera still. They're kind of pricey. And you can buy that expensive film. And you can take that picture and keep it in the box in your house for a keepsake. But do not put your child naked on the internet, on IG, on a TikTok. I don't even, when it comes to like my TikToks, I don't even let my TikTok with my kids be seen unless I am following you and you are a friend on my TikTok. Yeah, there's so many people just seeing people's children in a way and bookmarking it and saving it, and you can see who's bookmarking pictures of your children in the halter top. You can see who's bookmarking pictures of your kids in a bathing suit. You can see who's bookmarking pictures of your kid in a school uniform with the school name on the uniform. And if you think you're protecting your child because it's just a picture of them going to their first day, it will be a person that takes the time to figure out where your children go to school and walk to school to watch your kids go in each day and walk to school and watch your kids leave. Yeah, and that's that's the, this is the part that I think is, should should call attention to like any parent about it is because that's the extreme you know that's an extreme which happens to people that the kidnapping happens to people you hear you see there's even uh, viral videos that have gone gone around where complete strangers are trying to lure children who are with their parents out of the bathroom right and then there's, there's the other side of that which is maybe not so extreme but it's still problematic right so if you have someone who's a child is on the internet, for example, I knew some, I knew somebody who was posting their daughter and they were posting their daughter in like little cute stuff, like little Gucci outfits, little cute little, like, you know, there's that, that trend of like little girls, they're not dressing really like adult, like, but it's, it's kind of like uh, mini me versions of women, but it's not in that way. It's just very, it's the, the, I guess the idea is to show a child wearing a mini me version of an adult outfit. That's the, the best way I can explain it. And yeah. the problem with that is one of my, uh, I would say acquaintances on, on Facebook, he had uh, shared with us that someone else created a whole other page of their copying, kids. Copying, yes, and saying that their that child was their child. I'm, and I was just blown away. Like, first of all, where isn't there some kind of gatekeeping? on social media of someone posting pictures that look familiar to somebody else's pictures. Like I thought we were so ahead of knowing that people do the catfishing type of thing like that. And the fact that mm -hmm. there's like no gatekeeping, no protection. So even on a mild level, there are our children are being exposed to people who we don't know who are using them to be able to create a, a, a career on mm -hmm. whatever social media website by using those images. Yeah. 
a lot of people be like, I'm trying to share, you know, a post that you posted on this page, but it's, it keeps saying it's private. I do have multiple Instagrams. I do have multiple Twitters because my kids didn't ask to be on the internet. And a lot of times the only reason why I do show pictures of my kids sometimes is because I do have a parenting podcast. And one of my pages um, that I created when I first got Instagram is a page of people who know me before my kids, who know my family, who are my family. And I keep that private because I I show a lot more of my life on there that is not for everybody to see all the time or have access to. And, um, you know, they spam, they spam a lot and community guidelines do not protect you. A lot of times they punish you for things that are legit. And my thing is like, sometimes it's not worth it. Yes. My Mm -hmm. kids started school, but I didn't post their first day of school pictures that they took in front of their school for a reason. I didn't post their first day of school pictures that they took in front of my house for a reason because I don't want you to know what my house is. I don't want you to know what school my kids go to. It's none of your business. And some people on the first day of school don't think about, oh, let me not post the picture that I took in front of the mailbox with the house number. Right. Let me not post the picture that I took in front of the car with the license plate right here. Let me not uh, post the picture that I took with um, just shit identifying them, their name, anything for them to be able to walk up to your child and make your child feel like they know them. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that's a reality in the time that we're living right now. And I I think that that is probably where people who do post things like that are not there, they are ignorant or not thinking about this for whatever reason. I don't know if they're doing that because they have lived among people who will make, who will think that the type of images that they're showing of a child um, sexualized, being sexualized by an adult, um, like the, what, the example you were sharing, um, sharing, um, sharing earlier about the little boy who was, I mean, almost like the way that he was, he almost like he knew and yeah. my reaction to that was like, no one corrected him, right? Cause little kids are curious, but all little kids are curious and little boys are, you know, they'll, they will act out on the things that they see just like little girls will. So the fact that no one had corrected this child and the people who actually posted it thought it was funny or entertaining, or even I think on a deeper level, it goes back to this idea of trying to uh, make sure that our boys are staying masculine, whatever that masculine I- idea of masculinity is, you call it toxic masculinity, whatever masculinity, but I think that is tied to it because of the past of what has happened where black men are concerned and, and what was happening during slavery where black men were being violated. And I hear this all the time by my male friends that you know, for, uh, some of them are glad that they had a sexual experience because it stopped them from being gay. And I was like, what, 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 why is that a, why is What's that so a- crazy is they're bragging about their first sexual experience at eight and nine with a woman that's 22 or with a girl or that was- or four, yeah, older girl, yeah. Like, 
if that happened to your daughter, how would you feel? Right. And it shouldn't be different. Right. Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't make a difference, but there's, but, but you know what, on the other side of that, I'm thinking about moments where I've seen girls be sexualized and I've seen girls be sexualized by other women, not necessarily men, but other women who are propagating this information, this imagery of little girls, you know, acting like little, acting like little women, I guess you will, blowing kisses, having makeup on their face, things like that. That's happening. That's coming from women. Which is a bizarre yes. thing to me. So the thing is, I think adults perpetuate that, and companies reciprocate what they perpetuate. And I'll say this to say, there shouldn't be a toddler halter top. There mm. shouldn't be a um, six-year-old um, crop top to show their belly button and their stomach. Mm. It shouldn't be um, a 10-year-old's lowrider jeans. Why? Right. Why do, why do I have to see their waist or their hip bones show more? Um, it shouldn't be a 7-year-old's miniskirt. Mm. You know? And so th- these companies make these things because people think it's quote-unquote cute and then they post the, their kids in these outfits um, and then they put it somewhere where some man or some woman is fetishizing your kid in a sexual manner to the point where there is a group of people in the United States who are trying to push for them having sexual desires with children as adults as a uh, sexual orientation. Mm-mm-mm. And whatever state allows that to be a thing, you we as parents have to watch. We have to watch out for what states we choose to live in, what laws are there for certain things. Um, we have to be aware of what apps will tell us you know, who lives where? Are they a sex offender? What was the offense? How far do I live from them? Like all of these things we have to make sure we're on top of because a lot of people are grouping together who are sick minded Mm -hmm. and who are trying to push for these things to be a legit thing. Your desire to be with a child that's young should not be a sexual orientation but there are people who are fighting to push this the same people who are probably fighting for a child who just got their period should be able to be married to a grown man well i mean what's 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 strange is how comfortable people are in talking about the fact that they they believe that children are naturally sexual so i pay attention to a lot of these comments and responses that I'm seeing here. And I'm trying my best not to say, should we be, should we be concerned about you? Like, should you be on the internet? We should, yes. Right, so I'm gonna read a comment from one of these folks who said, this this is, I'm presuming this is a male, I don't know, but this is on that Mm -hmm. same video. And 
first his first comment was to say something like children um ch uh, we act like children aren't freaky are aren't freaky uh, there, there's no that there's no freaky kids and i said there is no, there are no freaky kids there are curious kids and there are curious kids who are not corrected and those curious kids are taken advantage by other kids who were also curious who were also not corrected and so he goes on to say, he said, well, that's the thing. We try to act like it's it's always the environment and we neglect how much nature actually does play a part of these kids' behaviors. There are freaky kids. There is such a thing. I've witnessed it and seen the environment they're in. Some kids aren't like other most kids. And I thought, investigation? Right. <laughs> Alarming. Please. Please go to his house. Please check the basement. Please. <laughs> Red flag. Uh, everybody's reading this. Pay attention now. <laughs> like, listen. The comfort. Where does this man work? Is he a bus driver? Like, tell us, please. Alarm the public. And it's just, it just, it's always strange to me because when I see these posts, I think. At first, I would be probably like the lone person saying something, maybe two or three other people. I was actually really, uh, this particular post, I was really happy because there were, there were more people that were responding back to it saying, this is not cute. This is not funny. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing for us to be entertained about. This is, there's something wrong with this. And we know that the, that behavior, that, that cycle of behavior comes from a deeper place it, it comes from that part that slavery part of where there was men that were being uh, like I said violated and then time and time went by where people believe that saving a child from that that lifestyle was worth it worth it in the sense of allowing little boys to be with older girls uh see some of the rappers already oh, i can't remember that what's his name um we talked about this in the last episode uh, just a couple boozy baby, boozy, um, boozy baby. Is that his name? Boozy. Um, boozy, yeah. And just it, to me, my my shock is that there were not any black women who had said something about it. In fact, there were black women who had promoted it and supported it. So we have a real problem in our community about people not understanding the distinction that there is over sexualization and and, and likely abuse. And we're just sort of, you just see people kind of high five, not necessarily high fiving it, but sort of high fiving it because I think people don't want to deal with the shame that they have too. There's probably a lot of people with some secrets about who and how they was mimicking some behavior with other children. I mean, this guy seems to me is a person who has been a part of something like this and is on the internet. Like you, like you said, many of these people that's trying to make it normalized, it's not normal. Right. But if they get with people who normalize it for whatever personal gain, then it becomes normal. Like, the fact that it's illegal for human beings to help other human beings who might be homeless or hungry or uh, need assistance in the public, and you can't do it because it's considered a crime. Mm. Mm. Who normalized that? A group of like-minded people who felt like, yeah, that should be illegal. That shouldn't be right. They need to give us a cut before they are allowed to feed anyone in public. Like, yeah. And that what's 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 weird too is when you hear adults 
try to say things like they try to put the responsibility or the uh, the sponsor the responsibility or the um, they try to put it on children like you know these children are they know better they know what they want they know who they are they know their bodies they should be comfortable with their bodies okay yes there is a such thing as you teaching your children about their bodies so that they understand the power that they have in telling somebody no mm-hmm. versus telling somebody yes because everybody else is doing whatever what whatever yes is and that what also is a problem is the these the lack of distinction between what is sort of a natural behavior versus something that is unnatural so for example here's this is this is this is the thing that pop that frustrates me the most and when i see some of these uh reactions to some of these posts so uh, there's another post that's completely different from this it's basically a father has his his child's uh the baby on his chest and it sounds Mm -hmm. to me it looks like a moment that was caught like still still oversharing still unnecessary gen z mm-hmm. and millennial our, our generation needs to stop oversharing certain things because mm-hmm. people do not understand if you've not had the experience or if you've not lived that experience even if it's innocent or i should say while it's also innocent people do not seem to be able to be able to think think past that because like you said earlier there are people on the internet that will take anything Mm-hmm. Anything that has a baby, a child, or anything in it, and they will use that to put it on the dark web or what have you, and turn their child into a prostitute. You don't even know that's in the dark for, web. On the dark web. One of my friends who does not have kids, um, but is married, sent me a video that's allowed to be on TikTok of this woman who is very big-breasted, breastfeeding her child. Not a baby baby, but like a toddler. And you mm-hmm. can see her whole breast exposed and her nipple feeding her child. And I was like, you know what? So crazy. I can see videos like this because that's not the first one. That's like the fourth one I've seen on TikTok. Somewhere, a a, a, a platform that always community guidelines you saying anything, mm-hmm. right? Posting anything to allow this to be seen by so many people and so many people bookmark it. And I wanted to know the amount of people that bookmarked it for Mm. what reason and why and how many Mm. of them are women. Because there's going to be a pornography section of women breastfeeding their children very soon. And when it comes to the... I hope to God not. I really hope to God When it comes to these websites that do porn... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The fact that they have a section for um, family incest, and that's okay, is a problem. The fact that they have a section for lollies, which are young women and men, who have the physical appearance of a child doing sexual acts and that's allowed is alarming. And so I'm just like, oh, this is not far-fetched. This is where we live. This is where we raise our kids. And I think that that is where there is sort of a conflict in what do you show that should be positive versus what do you show that could be exploited because there is um there i saw a documentary uh, about in africa and they were ta- they were actually trying to i don't know if it was maybe it was a documentary maybe it was um that religious religiosity or whatever it's called religion some 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 documentary that bill maher made i think it's from there but it could be from something else but anyway in the actual documentary what they're doing is they are um, trying to understand where Eastern cultures or, or Africa, how people look at breastfeeding. And mm-hmm. the men, when they saw that they're, how uh, men in Western nations uh, actually are fetishizing or sexualizing breasts, they thought it was disgusting because they were like, that's not what that's for. The breasts are for the babies. Like if I, mm. these women we see walking around here with their breasts, you know, showing it's they don't they're not they're not looking at those breasts like I want you know I'm trying to have a good I'm trying to have a night with you. They're looking at it like this yeah. this woman is going to be able if her breast the bigger her breast that in their eyes is more breast milk for the baby. She's going to be able to have multiple children. It's very uh, connected to like the natural process of living. And right. so when I saw this particular uh, clip of. I mean, and it's that whole thing about a, a woman who is nursing her child that is a. Shout out to the panel. Shout out to the panel. Shout out to the looking glass. Shout out to my name. Chan is my. I ain't shit. Chan is my name. Shout out to y'all sisters. Y'all have a dandy evening. This is Shoe Rock. I'm just scrolling through. Because America is very, did I lose you? Yeah, you lost me. Like um, breastfeeding. Oh no, I was just saying about the uh, the idea of breastfeeding is that in Eastern cultures or in Africa, it is very much just this food. There's no, it's not about how big her breasts are because men are trying to do something with her breasts. Maybe they are, but they don't talk about it in that way at all. It's not even discussed in that way. But it's really interesting to me, very intriguing to me that the uh the number of people who purchase sex in the world the largest population of people who purchase sex are americans and so when you're talking about it varying into that field of it becoming a new type of porn 
genre or no uh, novelty or whatever. It certainly is scary, but I do think that there needs to be some kind of distinction, which is if there are people who are showing breastfeeding because they want it to be a positive experience to show that women, this is what we do, we nurture our children. In all of our old societies, we wouldn't we didn't even look at our breasts in that way. It was just about nurturing children. So now when you have a situation where this woman captures her baby, the baby's on the, the father's chest. I've seen actually two, two videos where uh, uh, the video basically shows a child rap reacting to st uh, uh, stimulation. You know, babies are basically like from the time that they're born, they already have it in their nature that I need food to eat. Yeah. Yeah. So the, this one bit, the, the video that was caught was a father who well, had the baby on him and the baby automatically started to find his nipple and started to suck on the nipple. Right now, right. I don't know how long this lasted for. Somebody captured a video. And when I first saw it, I was like, I was trying, I was weighing my filters. I was like, is this a, is this a situation? <laughs> like we need to be careful. But then I thought about it in the sense of yes, because that we do need to be careful because somebody's going to can take that and could, could, use it to exploit that situation but on the other side for people regular people who are who come who have families that that where they breastfed wives have breastfed or mothers have breastfed and the fathers were around for that experience it's a whole different thing it's not to say that this is something that people should not look should look at and not see that it's innocent and so it's really hard now they've made it real hard for you to just see something and be like okay that's innocent because now we can't even look at anything as innocent because of the fact that people aren't have, have the potential to exploit it. And it, it's hard. But the reality is when it comes to babies or animals, if a cat is missing its mother and you put anything near its mouth, it's going to suck. If a bird is missing its mother and you put anything near its mouth, it's going to think it needs to eat it or move their mouth, right? When I had Anya, my first kid, Anya was minutes old, minutes old, Ruth, mm -hmm. And she opened her eyes and bobbed her head mm -hmm. on my boob and found my nipple. Mm -hmm. I never put my nipple on Anya. Anya found my nipple. So, that's not sexualizing that's humanizing right so my thing is like those little moments that happen where that dad and i've seen several videos like that with kids doing that it shouldn't have been on the internet it should right. have been like let me put this in the family chat right but now it's kind of like everybody's looking for some type of clout some type of following they're looking to um go viral yes. and it's teeter-tottering on do i want to give the world access to my family and to me or do i just want to be on a show to explain this moment mm. i mean so it definitely is people are looking for clout i mean because and then uh, you know there's no integrity in it because the fact that you would go through it posting it and i don't even know if them, some of these pages are looking to see like the like if i was posting something and people were commenting i would be looking to find out what people say i, I look at it almost like you're providing a sort of a service as a as a content creator or as someone who is um provide i don't know if it's considered a content creating if you're sharing someone else's stuff versus if you're like making your own stuff and 
always trying to figure that out which way it goes but nonetheless you have a page you're sharing whatever you're sharing you have to realize that you are providing to a certain degree content or as a service providing sorry doing it as a service to provide content to people so that means you do have a little bit more responsibility which is reading what those comments say and if somebody is pointing out this is really uncomfortable at least be open-minded to be like you know what let me try to maybe let me let me let me adjust let me try to understand a little bit more let me do some research and dig into why this might be appropriate there are plenty and plenty of documentaries about pedophilia about uh, uh, families who deal with molestation about incest and it is important for people I know it's hard to watch because it is, it is, it's disturbing, but it's real, it's happening. And so at least open up yourself if you're gonna be a person that, that disseminates information or videos to at least understand a little bit more about what people in the comments are talking about so that you can actually protect more children. Yes, tell people, or at least if I, would perf I would not mind if they posted the video and then gave a commentary to say, you know, we're posting this because this is the info, this is what people are posting on the internet. However, this is what we think about it. We think we have to be more responsible. We think we have to do whatever, whatever. I'm gonna leave this message, but I'm gonna take down this video and I'll maybe describe the video so you understand about what we're what we're fighting against. Something like that. But that would be too. You always have the option of posting something, putting your comment under your post and turning off comments. Lots of people do it. Mm. Lots of people do it, but again, it 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 depends on what your aim for posting what you post is. Why you um you know retweeted the article? Um, so many people are tweeting things that are making them lose their job. So mm. many so many people are doing things in videos that are being recorded that are making them lose their job, and it is not hard to see a video take that person's face put it in a google search find their face on the internet find their first and last name find their address find their workplace and whatever you want to do with that it is not hard and so i have a lot of friends who don't even show their kids face in pictures whenever they take pictures with their kids their kids are turned the opposite way and I can't, I can't do nothing but respect it. Whenever they come over and we take pictures together, yeah, they show their kid. But out of respect, I don't post those pictures. Right. It's, it's, it's like, you know, protect your kid however you want to protect your kid. But when it comes to facial recognition, Walmart's doing it. Walmart's put so many cameras in their store that they don't really need employees to see if you're stealing. It's mm, a whole it's true. Thing. It's everywhere, girl. Every hour. Yeah. I'm like, come on now. I know you watching me. Somebody eyes. Right. Eyes somebody just saw me in my butt. Somebody <laughs> just saw, saw me adjust my titties in aisle seven. I don't. <laughs> right. I know girl, can't, can't even pick your cheese and put <laughs> I know you're looking. It's hot today. I got to lift the girls up. I'm sorry. Right. Um, but the reality is, when when I take a picture of my kids or a video it saves in my photos right now especially with iphone i don't know what android is on right but with iphone anybody can see your picture that you took on iphone somewhere if you didn't take a picture of that picture or a video of that video and they can tell latitude longitude 
where you were when you took that picture and what your location is. So when you take a picture with iPhone and you swipe up, it'll tell you all the details of what camera you used, what were the details of the um, features of you took that camera. Turn your locations off. Turn your most most uh, recent uh, locations off. And when you when you share pictures on social media like TikTok just updated their um privacy where they basically said anything you post on here any video any um any picture you put on here we basically can use it as a company anything you say on here we can use it as a company we can source it out to a third party if you have your Instagram connected anything that's connected from your Instagram to here we can use that too and so many people are just like, oh, they did an update. Swipe, swipe, post, post, whatever, whatever. My thing is like, if enough sick people have access to you in a way where you don't know who's coming, you don't know whose car that is that keeps driving by your house, you don't know who, how do they know my kids get out at 1 p.m.? How do they know they'll be at the bus stop at 3? Because you post it. Mm, yeah. You too, you're you're so consistent about what happens in your life that people know too much. Mm. And, and one thing I hate that a lot of people do because they think it's quote unquote cute is they get these stickers that are usually sold in the auto section of Walmart or if you go to AutoZone, oh, well, they got stickers where you can put, if you have a dog, if you have a husband, if you have two kids, if you have five kids and you could get the mom sticker, you could put it on the back of your car window. All you're doing is telling society that, hey, I have three kids, a dog, and a cat at my house. Mm. If you follow my if you follow my car, you could come to my house. Mm. Stop telling people how you live. Everybody don't need to know how you live, how your kids live. Um, everybody doesn't need to know every Sunday you go to this park. Everybody doesn't need to know this is your favorite ice cream place that you go to every Friday. Everybody doesn't need to know that you only shop at this grocery store. Everybody doesn't need to know, like, this is what my kid looks like when they're wet. Right. This is what my kid looks like when they're going to sleep. This is what my kid looks like early in the morning um, in their panties and their tank tops with their nipples slightly showing. Like, somebody gets off on that. It yeah. sounds crazy, but yeah. somebody gets up on that. Yeah. And and I think that people think that if it's not in front of me, if it has not affected me, then it's not really a problem that I have to worry about. But it is. Right. Because what the way I see it is like you you are reinforcing someone else's bad behavior or I should say someone's mental illness. What I see it as I see pedophilia as straight up as a mental illness. So much of the documentaries and, and psychological stuff that I've read about it, it talks about it as being a mental illness. I, I don't see it. I know some people may think of it as an evil, but I think of it as a mental illness that has not people are not addressing seriously to actually do something about this population so that they're not in the same population as other children and 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 causing harm to other children because they are not being corrected or addressed or whatever is wrong or whatever is going on and steps that's that's needed to help address it. And so what happens is that I think that that those type of people 
who are in marriage to some people's families, mm-hmm. some family members. And I think it's, you know, starts from one family member. And then, of course, they show another family member. Because there's, there's a whole document of a family that has incest all through it. Everybody's just abusing everybody. The whole family's sick. And I think that when you when it when it when it f- goes in that gray area of making it sort of popularized, like well, we don't want it that like the to- what was it toddlers and tiaras where they had that show and they I had hate that whole thing. You rob your child of a real childhood yeah. to look and put on makeup. Yeah. When I tell kids all the time, you have all of your adult life to wear makeup if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I don't know why it's so hard for people to to try to understand both I think and I don't know what it is. I'm still trying to study this. I'm still trying to make sense of it. I think for the black community, we really have a hard time being able to um not put the responsibility on the child. Just like that guy was saying, well some kids are freaky. Like so you're basically saying that you're one of those people who will care about a child being uh, sexualized or abused or whatever, and you will say, "Well, what did she do? Um, yeah. um, did she like it, or did he like it, or they never but said what, anything about what it?" She, what was she wearing? Maybe because right. she was wearing. That's why they did that. Oh, she fast anyway. I see the type of way that she dresses. Okay, that child has a parent, so the responsibility of how this child is. Uh, put in front of people falls on whoever that parent is. You can't just put it on the child and be like, well, they have decisions, they had choices. They're, gonna, they're kids. Kids will mimic and imitate everything that's adulthood. I was just saying this earlier, to, I don't know if it was to Kevin or someone, but I was talking about, uh, maybe it was in the week or something, but I was talking about this and I was saying how I think people don't realize that when children see adults doing things, the first thing they're going to do is try to mimic that. Why? Because we're all preparing ourselves for that next stage of life. Like everything we're doing is learning to get to a place of being a teenager. You're learning to get to a place to be a young adult. You're learning. Like we're learning those things and people will mimic them and if they don't know any better. So if a, a, a person sees a child that they claim is acting fast, which I can't stand when I hear, especially adult women say that, I'm just like, okay. So nobody has questions about who this child was around for whatever they were exposed to that make them behave this way. And it could be something as simple as a music video. They could have been up at three o'clock in the morning and was watching BET when BET used to have that show. What was the videos at three o'clock in the morning? Uncut. 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 It could have been a situation as simple as watching Uncut and a little girl saying, ooh, I want to shake my ass like that because look at how them dudes is watching. It could be. It could be that, and it could be maybe that child doesn't know what else is going to, what it's going to take for her dad to look at her or come see her or acknowledge her, or she don't know what it's going to take to impress her mom. So she's trying to do whatever it takes to be noticed or acknowledged. And that is a huge issue where people don't even think to say, well, what what is she getting out of this? What reaction is she getting from people out of this? Yay! <laughs>
Thank you guys for checking out the show. This is Cozy Womb Podcast. If you would like to support the podcast, you can also shop at Cozy Womb Shop with Teespring or Mama's Cozy Closet that gives great, comfortable merch for mamas all around the world. I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for following. And if you would like to donate straight to Red Circle, you can down below in the show notes. Thank you. Let's continue the show. Back to the show. Back to the show. How is she how is she um getting gratitude for what she's doing or what she's done? Or how is she getting praise? What does praise look like around her or in her community? And then a lot of people don't think like a lot of times when they see girls, bodies develop. Just like, oh. I don't want you hanging with her. She has sea breast already and she's only in the seventh grade. Let me tell you something. When I was 12, I didn't ask for my titties. They just came. They did not say, you know what? You got three months till countdown. We're coming. They didn't say none of it. They just came. And if you're a girl that does not like attention, whether it's good either, I never liked attention. To have boobs and not want boobs and have boobs that girls who really wanted boobs didn't have, it's so much more than a boy just getting a little hairs on his chin or his voice getting a little deeper. Nobody's going to make fun of you because you sound mature. But, But... People are going to treat you a certain way because when they see you, they see your boobs first. They see what color shirt you got on today. When when you do your um your laps in school, your butt's jiggling a lot more than it did two years ago. Hmm. A lot of little girls didn't ask for the butts that they have at the age that they got butts. But at the same time, don't victimize or make a a child feel horrible about their natural bodies that they're in because now instead of you buy them a size eight you got to buy them a size 12 jeans because society is saying your child needs skinny jeans because it makes their butts look good why are you worried about a child's butt looking good right right because are you expecting that if her butt looks big now or good now or big, whatever, now that it's going to give her higher chances of being with somebody? Like, what? what is that about? Like, yeah. Are you planning the planning the child's life for them? Like, yeah, if your ass looks just like this girl, they're going to all the, all the men go, girl, you're going to have you, you're going to be just like Kim Kardashian, girl, make all that money. No, these women, she's unhappy, okay? She is un- trying to find it somehow to be able to ha- keep a relationship. And there are, this is funny. I was watching, just, just to top, touch on that for a second. I was watching the Janet Jackson documentary. She was so uncomfortable Say that again? I said she was so uncomfortable with herself. She was, but I also noticed that she had a pattern of the relationships, even up until the one that she had with her baby, the, the father, the, the father of her child. And either they're either abusive or they are, um, they are, um, what do you call it when men are like um, disengaged or they're controlling or there's some kind of addiction or something like that. Daddy. Yes. And I was saying, okay, so clearly 
she and I and I was thinking about my own relationship. I'm like, you know, what kind of men have I attracted? Like, are my like are like my father? Or I started thinking about my stepsisters and other sisters and every, uh, other women around me that was like, how are their fathers? Like, what are their fathers like? And some when you think about some of these women who even these church, you know, the, the pastor's daughter, the church girl who wait, who grows up in, in you know, has both her parents. They the worst. They are the worst sometimes. Yes. And it makes you wonder, like, where is all this coming from? Where is all this coming from that there's so much of this insecurity that as we have to look at our daughters at, or as early as whatever, seven, eight, nine, oh, look how her body's shaping out. Her body's shaping mm-hmm. out. She's got a nice little shape. What? Mm-hmm. Why are we, why? What? Why is that? Why is it necessary? Because the men that you that she may grow up to end up being with may be like the very father that she had in her life that didn't really show her how to be with the man who's supposed to, or how a man's supposed to treat her. So what like what are we saying? Like what message are we trying to convey here? There's just so many excuses for bad behavior. Or oh, I don't I'm not trying to judge, but it's just so obvious. Because these are the same people when you see something happen, some scandal, they're like, mm-hmm, see, this and this and that. But ain't nobody asked no questions about these kids. Because these kids, we want, we're watching these kids now. And nobody's wanting to protect the kids now. What kind of adults are they going to become? And what kind of children are they going to raise too? Yeah. It's a mess. I just saw a video um, a few weeks ago with this this woman in Philly who just drove up to a street corner had a baby in a little baby car seat and threw the bag on top of the baby and left the baby in the middle of the street in the car seat with the baby bag and drove off. Oh. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because you can't have kids doesn't mean you should. Just because you like this guy and you don't want him to leave your life. You have to have some type of connection to him. Doesn't mean you should. Just because you like this woman and you know like this woman is not going to stay with you, doesn't mean you know what? Let me put a hole in this condom. Let me make sure she has my kid. Doesn't mean you should. Mm. Insecure people do insecure things with yes. to a snowball of issues. Yes. When it comes to accountability in like boys and girls they're not gonna have that if their parents never had that so when it comes to like boys with accountability i think we all have to let them know that having money doesn't equal a girl has to like or want you when it comes to girls and accountability you have to let them know looks won't save you in the long run Brains, beauty, and character help you get into more rooms all together instead of one of three. Okay? Your character says a lot about you throughout your life. Not when you get older. But a lot of times I can sit here and say, okay, the friend that I had in middle school, consistently in life with her as a parent and as a wife, she is a, she has the same character that has not changed i can still talk to her today just like i could talk to her when i was in middle school the same friend that i had in middle school that was consistent and disciplined and got her stuff done and did things by the book and had a plan and had a goal she has executed all the goals she had since middle school 
she is now a wife and a mother of two. Like your character that you see in your child while they're seven, eight, or nine, I can tell you right now which one of my children I'm gonna have to hide my keys from when they <laughs> think they drive. And I know which one of my children is going to snitch on who did not go to school versus yeah. the one going to let their friend take the um hit for some shit they did. I know who my kids are that are in that room. I but don't like when, when people act like they don't know who their kids are. Me neither. Me neither. Because it actually, th those are the kids that end up going on to do crazy things unchecked. Yes. And then those are the kids that end up in some kind of bad situation, either death or prison. And then you, the mom's out there screaming and crying and hollering. And it's like, but you watched the spiral. Right. They told you about the spiral <laughs> that was happening with your child. And you said, no, 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 no. That's not my baby. No, 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 no. My baby won't do nothing like that. No, I ain't raised my baby. Well, do you know who your baby spends the time with some of the time? Are you watching to figure out who those who your child is with sometimes? Because that's sometimes, that is where kids end up learning. When you go to school, not, every time I, something sexual happened, it was it was with other people, like other out, outside the home, in school, something like that. So the fact that you have parents who are too afraid to talk about it, but we are clapping what? with the makeup on and the short shorts and the beanie skirts and the halter tops and the belly button and saying, that's not, don't, now you are over-sexualizing them. That's weird that you even look at it that way. No, I'm not looking at it, at it that way. I'm trying what? to observe it as knowing what people are doing in society already. Go attention to what? the world, people. When I am in ba Bed Bath & Beyond looking for new pillowcases and your 14-year-old child is in front of me and you are in a different aisle getting towels and half of her ass cheek is out and I'm walking with my 8-year-old, uh -oh. I am now forced to have a conversation. Yes. So we have to stop acting like what one parent chooses to do or not to do with their child is not going to affect my child. We have to stop acting like a whole school district deciding that kindergartners should have sexual education is not going to affect mm. the parent that has not had a discussion with their child yet yeah. about sex. Ari is five-year-old today. Five-year-old. And she asked me today, she was like, so we came out of your stomach. And I was like, well, some people do have their babies cut out of their stomach by a doctor. But no, y'all two came out of this vagina. Here go Anya, the older one. Ew, can you please not? <laughs> not not <laughs> truth? <laughs> and, and playfully, but right. not playfully, I incorporate that word so easily in regular discussion yeah. so they don't feel like, oh my God, oh my God, I want to talk about that when they need to talk right. about that. Yeah. So like yeah. today I'm doing a puzzle with them and, you know, one of them is like leaning on my stomach and I'm doing like a, a, a video that I did not post. 
mind you. Okay. I self-check myself. What's up, Greg? What's up, Kev? I self-check myself. I did not post this video, but I'm just like, I did send it to the um, PodFam uh, text chat, though. And I'm just like, and Anya was like on my feet. And I was just like, so how do you guys feel that you both of you came out my vagina? When I tell you Anya ran and grabbed my phone so quick, she was so embarrassed. Oh, no. I was just like, girl, you got a vagina. She was like, but you don't have to keep saying it. You don't have to keep bringing it up. And I'm just like, get over it. And so yeah. I'm putting away groceries today. I'm just like, okay, do y'all know what, you know, a boy's part is called? Their private part? The real name? Yes, it's called this, okay? What is your, the hole where your butt is called? What is that called? Like, right? they have to know this stuff. Yeah. And I yeah. tell them, like, you have to know this stuff. I, it's not that I want you to be talking about it all the time, but I just need you to know it because you can't sit here in a world where everybody has Wi-Fi and be like, I don't want my child to see that or know that. I don't want you telling my child that they go to have hair under their armpits. I don't want you um, uh, walking around where my child can see your bra. What? Yeah. But it's okay for your child to go to the beach in a two-piece. Right. Like, be realistic about what your kids are exposed to. Yeah. I think I think people well I mean even even on that level of watching grown adult women wearing pretty much nothing. And yeah. I think people think this uh, this was hap this what happens. People think when you say something if it's a woman who's not who's nearly naked that you say something or you're looking it's like okay the part of it is like yep you're looking cuz that's that was the the goal was to have people look. Let's just keep it 100. If you out yeah. here and I can see under boob on the left, under boob on the right. I can see under cheek. I can see under cheek, and I can see maybe a print. You definitely were saying, "I'm here. I'm out." Yeah. yeah look at me now. Okay. <laughs> so you cannot be surprised that when a woman is looking at you with her eight-year-old daughter or son, because oh, I, it's the, the I. I could explain to my daughters what they're seeing. I could, we could have a conversation about, you know, how they should respect themselves in terms of how they, what do they see as being, uh, how they should represent themselves based off of how they think about themselves. Not what you think other people are doing or what you see other people are doing, but what, how do you want to represent yourself? I can have that conversation. With my son though, I'm like, okay, so what is he, what did he look at first? What do I have yeah. to think about first that he might've looked at? Cause I have two sons. Okay, so what is he what is he exposed to when he's not at the house that I have to be prepared to to talk about? Now I'm going to my husband like, okay, so what do you think that they might like? What do you think we might we might need to start with first? Like, it's it is it is so much. Yes, it's our responsibility that we have to do this because this is the, just the world that we live in. But the fact that women are not even considerate of thinking about somebody else's child, maybe you and your lot and your family, maybe y'all twerk up in the house all day. <laughs> The kids is making the beats with the with the pencils and on the on the desk. Why you twerking? Maybe that's your life. That ain't my life. Okay. Right. So at least think about my life. At least think about the fact that I have to have this conversation with my children. And the fact that I, I, I listen, I'm probably asking for too much. Some people really don't know better. They really think that this is just this is how our family does it. This is how we always been doing it. And that's what be so hard, Eve Ruth, is 
having the patience of perception that there are people out here that know less than you. There are people out here that are 38 and, you know, didn't know that just because I strip to put food on the table, I shouldn't um, ask my son to pass me my thong while I'm in the bathroom. Mm. Maybe my girl's son shouldn't be seeing me um, figure out my routine for tonight. You know what I'm saying? Mm. How you raise your child right now may determine how they raise 10 other children when you're gone. Yes. And if you think about it like that, then maybe you would do better. Maybe you would uh, second guess how you talk to them. Maybe you would second guess what you expose them to. Maybe you would grab that iPad and take a look at what games they're playing. What are they downloading? What are they talking about? Maybe you would pay attention to how your child critically thinks. Mm -hmm. Give them a problem. Watch them. Watch their mannerisms. Watch how they think in their head. Ask them how they came up with the answer that they gave. Give them a scenario. If 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 you're at school and you're waiting for me to come pick you up and somebody pulls up man or a woman in the car and says, hey, you waiting for your mom? She told me to come pick you up. Are you going to get in or not? Why wouldn't you get in? Like, why haven't, if you know, if you feel like your child will not get in, have you had a conversation with them not getting in the car and how you would not send anybody to go pick them up if you didn't tell them first in the first place? Right. You can give an adult that has not disappointed you the benefit of the doubt until they disappoint you, but a yep. child who has not lived a certain part of life yet to give them the benefit of that, oh, I think they should know better. That's irresponsible to me. Yeah. It is. And I think that's the problem is that people don't know what is responsibility and what is not, what is irresponsibility. Because when you see something, when you, first of all, when you see a kid, uh, when you see a potential kidnapping, like <laughs> I, we were driving today and I saw a woman, two black women, I'm not, I don't know if it matters or not, but I, it matters to me because I'm like, we need to pay more attention. We need to care a lot more about our children. We just have to in our community. And we're not, not to say that people don't, but I'm saying that there is a good amount of people who don't, who do not. And I, you could tell because you can see the type, I'm, I'm, and this is, may sound like a stretch, but if you think about the type of uh, celebrities that uh, Black people are uh, mimicking or celebrating or, or saying that it's okay, right? So um, what's his name? Saucy Santana? Yeah. <sighs> Come on, deep breath. <laughs> when I was a kid, right, I seen plenty of gay men. Plenty. Okay. I lived in South Florida. I lived in South Beach. Well, not South Beach, Miami. My stepmom had a lot of gay friends, but gay friends who had HIV, and my brothers would like torment them into, you know, not into their face, but they would say really nasty, mean things. But nonetheless, mm -hmm. I, I grew up and knew about gay pe gay people. I went to school with people who I was like, we talking about we gonna get married, but I don't think you are gonna marry somebody that like me. That's like me. I had friends, get guy, little friends in middle elementary school that I knew were different. I didn't know gay was a word. I didn't know how to explain it, but I knew they were different. Mm -hmm. And 
there was still a level of like you respect this difference because you got to know the person behind you got to get to know you got to know a person right aside from what you learn in society i still got a chance to know, to get to know a person so when i had some of my friends both male and female come out to me and tell me i'm gay i'm like oh yeah okay big deal like why does that why do you why do you even why did you tell it to me like that like why are you so concerned like i know you we, we like we're friends <laughs> we we hang out all the time what's the big deal i didn't get the i didn't understand that it was a big deal for them to talk about it that way so i had a lot of compassion for a lot of gay people because it wasn't a bit it wasn't a thing to like make it pop it was like a, it wasn't a tr it wasn't a trend mm -hmm. it was i just want people to be able to allow me to be myself and live my best life without interruption and i'm like as a black girl i get that i can see you i see you yeah we don't want to be interrupted either i get you but the fact that you have a situation like this now where people are like a saucy santana who is working all over the place telling women that he's teaching women women and you have other little girls or other little boys who are now exposed to this because apparently there's no censorship on anything anymore. It's just like, well, this is for the grown folks. Yeah, but the grown folks, we're not all grown folks in the room by ourselves. <laughs> Us grown folks are like, oh, the kids, they're gonna be fine. They're not paying no attention to that. Um, me, little me, little E-Ruth. Oh, I was creeping on the corner. I was like, what y'all watching? Oh, what's going down like that? What is this? Am I supposed to be watching this? Like, I was that curious, I was a very curious kid. So there's a, there's a whole, like I said earlier, there's a lot of curious kids out there. So you're watching a person like Saucy Santana on TV say all these things irresponsibly. And I'm just like, can we, Is listen, I know a lot of friends that I grew up with, y'all got to come out here and say something to somebody about this type of behavior. This was not going, this type of like, making it okay to be so sexualized and and telling children that this is the way that they should grow up because this they should be comfortable with their bodies there's a distinction with being comfortable with your body to know what what it is the parts that are on there and flaunting mm -hmm. and putting it out there and expecting an, uh, some kind of attention which is what these people are portraying on tv it's not even about their sexual orientation to that degree it's about the fact that they are flaunting their sexual orientation and then doing it in a way where it's van it's make it's becoming like a vanity thing so you're not yeah. really teaching people how to be a person first, where they could just be accepted by being a person. You're teaching them how to be a gay person, which is stupid to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's stupid to me. So when I see Saucy Santana on, on stage or or doing anything, to me it just looks like you're first. You're not even respecting the people that are like you who are just trying to live their lives. You're actually drawing attention to them in a in a way that they're not even asking for that because they're just trying to, trying to live their lives. And then when we try to address your ass hanging out at the bottom of your shorts, like we would do for any other women, woman, or any woman, I should say, for that matter, then it's a problem. Oh, you're you're uh, transphobic. You're trying to teach kids not to hate themselves. No, I'm trying to teach my child to just be cool with themselves without necessarily having to tie it to or attach it to their sexual orientation, even if their person identifies as your with your same sexual orientation. There's got to be a deep conversation of what we're doing today with this shit yeah it's like the comparison of if i wanted to if i my skin is brown and i wanted to prove to the world how black i was it's yes. kind of like i i have to go out my way to wear all black all the time and every conversation that i have it has to be based upon power to the people and when i um bring my lunch it has to be really black like black eyed peas every friday right um, 
must have uh, greens with the pork necks in them. Um, you don't have to go so hard to tell people who you are. We see you, we hear you. It's kind of like, yes, your skin can be brown, but you don't have to be the loudest in every room all the time. Right. And to, to me, he, I feel like he feels he has this brand and this image to put up. Oh, you don't like me? Watch how loud and obnoxious I can be. Watch how all of the things you feel like you hate about someone who is gay and Black. I'm going to be the loudest about that shit because I can. And the more ignorant I am, the more followers and likes I get, and the more people come to my shows. Some people live every day like that. And the reality is when the cameras are off and nobody's looking, they're very mellow and laid back and human. Some people put on so hard that they feel like who they put on as that is them. And that's, that's not who they are, but they do it because it pays. And a lot of people are living a life now doing a lot of what pays now that's going to hurt a lot of kids later because the kids think, okay, that's who I need to be. I'm not loud enough. People don't see me enough. It needs to be more drastic. That's not going to get enough likes. I need to come up with um, something to post today. If I don't post, um, these people are leave me or these people are not going to be my friends. And I think it's very important now that we teach our kids how to be okay with losing friends. Yes. yes. How to be okay with someone that did come over your house before you went over their house before you went to their birthdays, they came to yours and then you you get to one year where y'all don't speak and how you don't have to change who you are because that one person that used to be very close to you just decided like I don't want to talk to you anymore Mm -hmm. I don't want to be around you anymore don't go changing yourself to be okay temporarily for another person and Mm -hmm. and teach them how to carry that throughout life carry that with you in a workplace carry that with you in personal romantic relationships carry that with you with uh family relatives Know the difference, you know? Know what someone would do if they really loved and care about you versus someone who are trying to gain something from you, okay? And teach your girls and your boys how to be honest. It is not player to teach your son how to get over on a girl. It is not player to teach your um, son how to lie to women, how to manipulate women. No. Especially if they have a younger sister. Because (laughs) I want to say all my brothers except one is married. No, except two is married. One of them is playing house. Very miserable. (sighs) When you when, when, when they be like oh you're not married, you're not with nobody. No. And you comfortable? Yes. Because the reason on me being in a relationship or being married would not be because 
I'm a woman and I cannot do for myself and I need help and I'm in trouble if a man doesn't do it for me. There's no way that I will be able to be manipulated by a man to make me feel like I'm incapable of doing for myself. And it's not that I want to do everything by myself. I don't. I would love to share that um, part of life with someone that actually wanted me around and treated me with respect and would treat my family with respect. But if I cannot get that, how I deserve to receive that, I have to be okay with doing without it. Yeah. And so when you teach your, your girls and your boys that, being the most popular in school, they'll understand at an early age that that's not going to help them when they're 30. Being the best person on the volleyball team or the basketball team is not going to help them when, you know, their family needs to pay rent and, um, you know, they got a baby to feed. Yeah. So um, the whole mentality of like, standards the earlier you teach them the quality the importance of quality the importance of safety the importance of being around someone you call your friend that focuses on you being safe focusing on who they take rides from from a party or who just wants you to follow them to the store real quick Mm. are they asking you to follow them to the store because they want you to pay look out Mm, are they mm. the type of friend that will put you in a situation where you in the store with them to watch their back while they rob it or are they the type of friend that be like yeah I know you want to go to the store and you want us to come but we gonna wait right here for you and they give you like oh that's a good one right there E-Ruth teach your kids how to take up um, body clues mm, yes teach- have a friend that speaks to you in body clues. If I do this with my eyes, it's a no. Yes. If I, um, if I nudge you with my elbow, don't say nothing but look over here. You know what I'm saying? I, some say that's a culture black thing, but I know other cultures do it. But at the same time, that's very important to teach your kids. Like, as a mom, I teach my girls that, you know, when we're in public, don't point. But if I nudge you and I say, oh my God, look at this girl's shoes over here to my left. I've seen Anya stop and slowly take like a 360 turn with her head. That is so important because your child has to learn to be aware whether they're by themselves or with friends. Your child has to learn to read body language know that you know if my if my back gets hot or you know i feel like little bumps on my arm or every time this person is around me i feel like my stomach start hurting that's your body telling you yes. to to be aware of something to pick up on something uh a lot of people think those feelings without knowledge of are butterflies or this person makes me feel different that's your body telling you to stay away from this person sometimes yes and 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 i think that people 
I think that people almost at a certain at a certain age, or I should say maybe parents at a at, not even at a certain age, I think parents don't know how to break that down for their kids enough for them to understand. So I, I was actually talking about this uh, with Kevin earlier about how, you know, my parents, well, I, I was talking to my kids, so I was asking them about, like, I told my son, is he was sick, he got the diagnosed with a chronic disease. And so since he's come back out of the hospital, I've just been like, our son, I come out of the hospital, I've been saying to him, like, you know, I've been checking, like, you know, you can't eat this, you know, you can't eat that. And I'm like, I tell him, like, you know, do you, I asked him today, I said, do you know why I am saying to you that you certain, that why I'm, you know, why I kind of keep interrupting you and checking out what you're eating? And before I got a chance to even finish a asking the question, I just first, I just got ready to say, do you know why? I, yep. Okay. Uh, well, then, since you know, tell me what you know. Well, he tells me, he's like, well, I know you're trying to protect me. I know you're trying to make sure that I don't make a mistake because, you know, you don't want me to get sick again. I said, okay, good. I'm glad that you understand. I said, when I was growing up, I couldn't really tell. I, my parents just told me, this is what you cannot do. This Don't let me see you do this. Don't do that because this, if I see you do this, this is going to be the, the outcome. It was, it was don't do, and then the consequence is going to be me jacking you up. And I was just like, where's the in-between? Where's the middle part? Like, help me understand. Right. Because my mind is going to, when I'm not around you, I know you're not watching. So I'm going to do things that I might want to do because I'm impulsive. That's my youth mindset. So the fact that you have parents who are so afraid, it is almost taboo for them to have a conversation with their kids, to all, to treat their kids like the adults that they're eventually going to be, and adults that should have standards. Like, why is it now, all of a sudden, if you have a standard that you're being judgmental? And, and there, there are, okay, okay, there are, there is definitely tone that you can pick up with somebody's being judgy. But yeah. a lot of the times it, it's not tone sometimes it's just it's just straight it's just straightforward like this is something that i'm seeing and i'm not saying that my my standard is better than yours but i'm saying that my standard is a, that i apply to my child that if your child was in my home i would apply that same standard now, right if you can't do that if you if you know that you can't treat your my child like how you treat your child then we got problems you know what i mean to a certain degree like there's a there's an issue that i have with that like we should have to be on the same page as the standard is that if I, if your child got ready to put on some uh, some really short shorts that obviously we go out to the store and people are going to be asking questions well we might and i know people say we shouldn't care but like you said we are living on an earth where there are other people that will have to explain certain situations to their kids so it's just a matter of like that do unto others as i always want others to be done and uh, i always want others to do, to do i don't know i never say that thing right treat people like how you want to be treated basically <laughs> yeah and people don't know how to do that because people don't know how to treat themselves well people don't know how to treat themselves good people don't even know what good looks like for themselves or that's that's a part of it and um and or uh people feel like in order for me to treat you well you have to do something for me mm-hmm no one should have to do anything for you to treat them decent. People today move in a way, um, do work in a way where they feel like you have to earn me treating you like a human being. And I tell my girls all the time that there is nothing that you're going to be able to do to fix other people or how they perceive you no matter how well you do something. Sometimes people are not going to like you. 
because of your hair, because of your skin, because of the way you um, think. Sometimes people are not going to like you because your eyes are brown. Sometimes people are going to say that you're not good enough because of the spaces that you can't be in that they can. Mm-hmm. Learn to be comfortable with you first. Yes. 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 And then the because question I- then, Shan, is what do you, what do you, what do you, okay, so you just talked about t- teaching our children to be aware, having those mental, those uh, uh, mental cues or audible cues, things that they can actually uh, gesture for each other to be like, mm, something ain't right, all that stuff. How do we do, how do we get that out so that other parents can see that and say, well, I would prefer to imitate this behavior with my child or teach them these things with my child than what I was seeing before, which was like what, for example, with Kim Kardashian when she was like, well, she her son saw a picture of her naked on the internet and she was devastated. And I'm like, well, what do you think about other parents who saw your child? I mean, saw your, your pictures on the internet who was devastated. And there's so many fans that you have. Like you said earlier, people don't think about what perception they're giving other people's children um, until it happens to them. Mm. That eye for an eye thing shouldn't be a thing when it comes to parenting. Yeah. It should be a weave thing. I'm speaking to the principal about this problem here. So we as parents won't have this problem in the future. Not so I won't have this problem with my child in the future. It's very selfish thinking. I would like a crossing guard at this busy intersection so my child can get across the street safely. Not so all of these children can get across the street safely. It makes no sense. But that's how a lot of people think when it comes to what children are exposed to, um, what games can say and do. Uh, do kids have access to these games? Uh, my child is not old enough to buy liquor, but they can come in here and buy this AK. Make sure the money's green. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll give them a receipt. What? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that there are ways for us to teach our children to navigate and transition into adulthood that does not have to be them behaving in the way that people that came before them were behaving because them those people obviously didn't know any better. Those people obviously need to sit down and talk to somebody about where that comes from and not make that the rest of our problem. Mm-hmm. Like, and I say problem, I mean, for like you said, having to sit down and have a whole conversation to try to explain why someone is making a decision or the other part of it too, which is I'm, I'm have I'm going to have to teach my children. Hey, y'all might have to prepare yourselves for people who might think that you're transphobic or some kind of phobic or something because you simply are not parroting what they're saying. And I need y'all to be strong in your conviction about telling the truth and not parroting what you see people saying while still being respectful for people being able to be a human and existent and already include being included in society because they already here, they're born here. They're transgender people, uh, LGBTQIA, all they they're, they exist. They're included. They're not. They're nobody's like saying that you're not allowed to be human being with beings with us. You're allowed to be, but you're also going to have to hear my point of view and not try to push me to have to say something because you want me. You want me to make you comfortable. 
it's really uncomfortable being a black woman in America. It is. And I think with the internet, the power of the internet, the power of pine, um, we're a- allowed to expose the ways that we are uncomfortable having brown skin and living in America. And when it comes to like these job applications, I feel offended when mm. they found it super important to put a section to say, what are your pronouns? Mm. Mm. How about, I don't care. And when I was in elementary, next to my name, they didn't ask me what my pronouns was and that didn't make me be a better student. And it it was just so, it's just so unnecessary. You needing to know what my race is for me to do a job is not necessary. I purposely put two or more races because who is not in America two or more races? I put human on mine, and I say, and I and I wait for them. Somebody look at me up, look up. When they looked at look at me, they looked at my my application. Look up at me, look up at me. Yep, I said human. That's the truth. You read that. So, I I do is either if two or more races is available, and I have to pick something. Um, I put two or more races, or if um, what's the other one I put? Uh. There's another one that's an option that I put, but I'm not thinking is like that's unnecessary. And the only reason why jobs do that is because they're trying to hit a percentage mark of having a diverse workplace. Mm-hmm. And the reality is jobs who are awarded a diverse workplace award get more money. It's true. Stop well, acting care who I am. Yeah. I mean, that's the trend now too, right? Because now we're talking about diversity and inclusion in terms of sexual orientation. Girl, which my, is, thing, my thing is this, and I want to say this about companies. How the hell you want to have a diversity inclusion team or a community at a workplace, but when it comes to Juneteenth, my ass got to be at work at nine o'clock. <laughs> when it comes to um, MOK Day, I got to be at work at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where people get things twisted up, right? When they they get upset, like, well, why that we have? Why does it have to look like we're both fighting? The black community is fighting the LGBTQ community because and- when it's a Jewish holiday, the banks mm-hmm. is closed. Yes. When is when is any other? Uh, ethnicity holiday for something is acknowledged. It is, and that goes to the cycle, like, like the psyche of our of black people in our community. There's something about not feeling like we have, like we're valuable enough to be able to say that we demand, we demand, deserve more. Like because I demand- a lot of times in the past, and you know this. When 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 we spoke up about we should have this option, we were made an example of by people who went to church, by people who were preachers, by people who um, owned businesses, by people who served the public, by people who employed some of our family members. We were made um, 
an example of. We were taken out in broad daylight. Kids were checked out early from school to see us burnt up alive hanging from a tree because somebody wanted to vote. Somebody registered to go to college. There was no law saying you couldn't, but because all black people that look like me are scared to do this. I want to be the first to show that my people is okay to do because there's no law that says I can't do it, but because I have the audacity to be the first to do it and white people here in this country did not like it. They chose to grab me, hang me, burn me, make an example of me and put fear in other people that look like me not to try. And they still do it in small ways today. Well, yeah, I think the way that it's still being done right now is the fact that they can capitalize in a different way off of what I see as pain. This is the thing. What's the example right now where they did this example? This week. I'm, gonna see, I'm trying to see if you catch it. I didn't catch it. No. What happened this week? They gave this Britney basketball player that I don't even know if she's good at oh. basketball. Oh. They gave her nine and a half years in prison over a vape pen. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen people who kill children on purpose get less. Yeah. I've seen people who murdered multiple people on multiple occasions get less. I mean, there's pedophiles that get less. There's pedophiles that there was a case in Georgia where a man who I don't know if you remember I don't know if you remember that where a little boy was um a little Hispanic boy was kidnapped and they were trying to find him for like weeks and weeks and weeks. When they found him, it was a really terrible thing happened to him. And it was from a mother, a father, and their son. They all tortured this this baby. And when they look in the background of like what this person's history was, he had gotten charged. I think the father had gotten charged from what, not not that long before that situation, and went to prison. Went to excuse me, not prison because it was under a year. Went to jail for six months for I don't remember the charge. If the charge was like sexual assault of a minor or something, something in Georgia, I'm just like, here we about to arrest women for having a, a, a excuse me, poss- having a miscarriage. Who can't validate how she had the miscarriage but it's going to be deemed as a murder or a crime or if she had a drink of liquor or smoked something didn't know she smoked something and they find the weed in her system they're doing that in florida they're taking people kids this is what we're <laughs> it's it's so it's like a weird cycle it's like you, if you you're trying to go in this direction but they'll catch you in this other direction one way or the other and there's now i'm sorry I'm, now i have to look at it this way this is this is kind of i feel like well, i'm in a cycle of like being like my aunts like one of my ancestors where they had to beat me beat one of our my my ancestors so bad so that that so that we wouldn't be beaten by somebody else so now here it is we're kind of doing the same thing over and over again i will go ahead and finish the show and give the second part on friday which would be another bonus episode. Remember, the new season starts on the 15th. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye. Bye.